0: Hi, this is Dr. Rod Story with Mere Medicine. Uh, glad to be back in the Cross Politics Studio, and again joined by my lovely bride and wife, Jenny Story. Hello. Hey, so glad you're here. We are going to jump in and talk about a really um, amazing, hard, and uh, remarkable conversation about abortion. This is the week that Roe v. Wade went down.
1: Praise God. Yeah,
0: praise God. We, uh, both Jenny and I, uh, grew up uh, in the 1970s. Uh, I was born in the year that Roe v. Wade became law, uh, by virtue of the Supreme Court ruling uh, in favor of advancing uh, the the what they saw as a constitutional right to abortion. And here we are, almost fifty years later, abor- abortion now um, uh, Roe v. Wade struck down. What do you uh, what was your, some of your emotions when you when you saw that going on?
1: I'll say it again, praise God. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> Amazing. Especially in light of our, our current political culture and climate. Just um, all glory to God.
0: I, I never really thought that, that this was going to happen. I mean, we've been involved in um, anti-abortion protesting uh, when I was in college and, and uh, you as well uh, in, in Minneapolis and St. Paul and Seattle. Uh, our churches have been very involved throughout uh, as we've moved around the country and been involved in different churches in taking a, a pro-life stance. Mm-hmm. Um, but but this uh, this move I n- I've never amazed, never never imagined it.
1: Yeah, incredible.
0: So we're going to talk a bit about abortion um, and how for Jenny and I uh, it is an intensely personal conversation because we almost had an abortion. Right. And, uh, and so we thought that that would be a good conversation for us to bring as we as we think about the consequences of a post-Roe v. World, and what does it mean to be a believer now um, in the vitriol and the craziness and what's going on, and to let you guys know some of our stories so you can understand why we um, stand against abortion, why we think it's a grave wrong, but also why we have um, really a, 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 out of our own personal experience and, and a testament to God's grace, an awareness of just how good it is. Mm-hmm. Well, babe, why don't you begin with talking about why we found ourselves or why you found yourself at a Planned Parenthood in 1995.
1: Right. So um, I think you have to back up just a little bit further in understanding in um, just recognizing that we grew up in loving Christian homes. Um, our parents, both sets of our parents, love the Lord. Um... Raised us in Bible-believing homes. Yes. We were the I I would say the poster child for uh, the evangelical youth group leading Bible studies.
0: Yep, I was the uh, kid in the in the uh, Sunday school class that was going ooh ooh ooh. Ask me. I want to I want to have a sword <laughs> drill. Yeah. Uh, you were uh, leading. Yep.
1: Uh, uh, leading Bible studies and um, uh, mentoring junior high girls and and. And we were in earnest. Yeah. I mean, we, we, met, earnest. we met on a mission
0: trip uh, and became yep. fast friends. And then over uh, we, we dated over long distance. Right. Um, got engaged because we, we knew we wanted to be married, um, but went back to college. Again, 2,000 miles from each other. Yeah. You were 19?
1: Yes. Yeah, I was 21. <laughs> uh, right yep. smack
0: in the middle of my third year at yep. Bethel College in St. Paul.
1: Right, right. So um, we got engaged. And we were just thrilled to be engaged, and that's when the trouble started. Yes,
0: um, man, we should got married.
1: <laughs> we should have got married. But I didn't.
0: I didn't know how to control myself, and and I didn't act like a man towards you. I didn't know both how to say I, I need to get married, right? But I also didn't um, say no to myself and, and stand up and, and put myself aside for it. Right. And and we fell.
1: Yep. We did.
0: Yeah, and so I mean, it was over spring break. I went home afterwards, yep. uh, back to back to college, and uh, you found out you were sick.
1: <laughs> I was pretty sick, and uh, I realized that I was pregnant. Mm. I actually went to Planned Parenthood to take my pregnancy test. Why there? Because I didn't want anybody to know. At this point, um, I thought that I could keep this a secret. Mm. And,
0: and why I, was and Planned Parenthood I, uh, your first thought?
1: Because I thought that it would be secret, mm. which is wrong and not accurate. But I had this fleeting thought that if I could keep this pregnancy to myself, um, Maybe I could make it all go away, all by myself, and no one would need to know.
0: Well, and it really, it really meant uh, a lot of honesty that we weren't quite ready to be ready right. for. I mean, here we were the kids that took the right. the uh, uh, save yourself till marriage promise. What did they call that?
1: Oh, I don't know, but it was. Oh, I know the like a purity ring yeah, the or purity something. Yeah, purity ring.
0: Like that. I mean, we were earnest believers. We, were. we uh, were. And yet we we were we were not. Uh, We were walking in sin.
1: We were lying. Yes. We were lying to ourselves. We were lying to our parents. We were lying to our church. Uh, We were hypocrites. Yes. Um, Not authentic. We-
0: But isn't it amazing how that shame can sometimes make you want to hide?
1: Right, and it gets bigger, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, because you want to tell lies to to take care of the sin, but the lie just makes it bigger.
1: Right, and so something that I never thought um, I would ever find myself doing was I walked into a Planned Parenthood clinic and took a test and sat down with a counselor afterwards mm. and in, indeed I was pregnant and scheduled to have an abortion.
0: How did that conversation go? Do you remember it?
1: Um, I, I remember her sitting down with me. I don't rem, I, I don't think that they pressured me to have an abortion. Mm. Um, it was just an acceptance of the fact that the pregnancy test was positive. And I think I might have even said that I wanted to schedule an abortion, mm. which is um, even having those words come out of my mouth, um, what, 27 years later? Yes. It's... Here we
0: are, 27 years later, and by God's grace, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, 27 years later, nine yeah. children, four growing on six grandchildren now, right. yeah. um, a whole quarter of a century ago, right. and yet this um, still has has... Has been an amazing part of our story, yes. Uh, by God's grace. So why why didn't you have that abortion that day?
1: Uh, well, I had to schedule it. I couldn't have it that day. Mm. Um, I had to schedule it. So I scheduled it, and as I was walking down the stairs um, from the Planned Parenthood clinic, I saw some other girls. I didn't recognize them or anything. I saw them walking up the stair, and I just there was just something that struck me of no. I, I, I ran back up the stairs and. Um, I was crying and I said, cancel, cancel the appointment. I am not coming back in. Mm. And I didn't really know where I, I had, certainly didn't have a plan, but I walked back down the stairs to my car. And again, by the grace of God, our, um, our family physician of many, many years, uh, had a clinic very close to the Planned Parenthood clinic, uh, just a family medicine practice. And so it's the
0: doctor that you knew you well.
1: Yes. He knew me very well. Mm. What's his name? Do you Dr. Remember? Thompson. Dr. Mike. Yeah. Dr. Thompson. And um, I, uh, uh, Dr. Bob, Dr. Bob, thank Dr. You. Bob Thompson. Yeah, I, uh, I walk. I think I actually walked across the street. Although you know, it was a while ago, so I'm not exactly sure. Mm. Walked across the street. Didn't have an appointment, and I must have been quite a mess because they immediately put me in a room, <laughs> and a longtime friend of our family, a nurse um, by the name of Sue Watson, greeted me, and um, took me took me back into a room. What and did she tell you? Yeah, it was. Her words will forever stick in my mind. She didn't say a lot. She listened, mm. and of course, I cried. I I spoke the words. I'm pregnant, um, and I I was crying, and she prayed with me and held me, and then she said, "Jenny, you are going to have a beautiful baby." Mm. She didn't offer me. Um, oh, it's all going to be okay. She didn't you know, say, well, this is how it's going to go. Just those words. Jenny, you are going to have a beautiful baby.
0: Why do you think those words um, were what you needed to hear right then?
1: I was so scared and frightened mm. of what this meant for our families, for our lives, that just to focus on the humanity of the life that I was carrying, mm. Um, a
0: baby, a the word baby,
1: baby. a baby. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, I knew, right? This, this wasn't news to me. This wasn't a surprise to me, and yet hearing those kind, gracious words—sorry, uh,
0: yeah—come out. No, su- even now, um, yeah. I just realized the implication of, of right. how close we came.
1: Right, hearing those kind, gracious words come out of Sue's mouth, um, yeah. It, it, it was like water pouring over my head. It brought clarity, and um, and there we go.
0: And that and that doctor and that nurse were not just um, people that knew you; right. they were believers in Christ.
1: Absolutely.
0: And uh, they they um, so doctor uh, doctor Bob. Um, did he talk with you then as well?
1: He did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he took care of me all throughout my pregnancy mm. and, and he was there and helped me deliver Maddie.
0: So this has not been a, a hidden part of our story. Uh, sometimes you know people know who know us now they know us as, as grandparents and, and a married couple more than right. 27 years now. right. But if they knew us they would and they know us well, they, they can add up the math. that's not hard. Yeah. you know when we have a 26 year old daughter yeah. uh, who was born six months after we got married. Um, her name is Madeline Grace. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And what a picture of God's grace she is to our lives.
0: Yes, man. That was hard. Um, not just hard in that moment. I'm so thankful that, that God through his spirit moved you to leave the Planned Parenthood and that God in his kindness prepared a nurse and a doctor to counsel you. But man, those next months were hard.
1: They were. I mean, um... We um, we had we had to repent. Um, yeah. We had to, to turn from the lies, the deceit, the, um, the again the hypocrisy of living mm-hmm. this, uh, living one way, saying another thing, um, and
0: and it had it, real consequences. It had serious um, consequences. I mean, the first is that once your parents found out, they cut off our our engagement. Right. Um. And rightfully so. Me, <laughs> yes, rightfully so, and yep. asked me to. To cut off contact. Yeah. Uh, those were really dark days. I was two thousand miles away back at college. Right. Um, in the middle of my third year, just about to take uh, my medical entrance, me- medical school e- entrance exams. Um, I, that same weekend. Yeah. Uh, scored terribly. Right. Um, because I didn't know what was ahead. Um, I was deeply grieved by by my sin. I think you actually had a better experience because you couldn't hide it.
1: Right. Because I was, I was the pregnant one. Right. And mm-hmm. so. Um, it was very visible, and and I was sick, and so I through that uh, <laughs> repentance and, um, and, and, and repentance and I, <clears throat> I can't stress this enough repentance of the sin of of the lying yes. and the deceit and um, the sleeping together before we were married that we were totally lying about mm-hmm. um, it. I received grace, yes, and care, and. And it was restorative
0: and I really didn't. Um, uh, no one knew back at my college it wasn't until frankly I took a one-way ticket that I borrowed from a friend which you could do in the 1990s yeah and uh, uh, end up on your dad's doorstep and beg forgiveness yep and um, and then the grace really flowed on. Um, right. uh, we were married in your pastor's backyard. Yep. Uh, two weeks later. Yep. Uh, I don't think, uh, I think we had a, a worship service where we basically cried the entire time. I
1: think we <laughs> <Yeah>. did too. <laughs> yeah,
0: just as there was such um, yeah. a deep a kindness and grace yep. as the as the people of God, as the as the body of Christ um, surrounded us and helped us start afresh and new.
1: And it didn't just end there.
0: Um,
1: yep. We had an amazing uh, church community that surrounded us, and um, y- you were given a position as a nighttime janitor. Yep, uh, three years. Three years he did that,
0: and a place to live in the church.
1: And they gave us a place to live in the church, yeah. and and that allowed us um, a a financial foundation to get married, and and be and loved. accountability. Yeah,
0: and, and for how to start as husband and wife, um, and how to live honestly and faithfully, and how to grow up. I mean, right. we. We had uh, much to learn in those first years. Right. Here we are. Right. 27 years later, and, and you know, after, after three years of working custodian, God opened the door for us to go back to school, and I, uh, a, a role that I didn't ever th- think I at that moment when I, when I left that I would be able to do, um, and here we are now in medicine, and I've had the privilege now to care for many thousands of women. Um, here's what I know. Uh, I am... It's not an unusual thing that I encounter someone that's had an abortion. Um, and, and that's uh, and and yet we have had that personal experience where we came so close that I think I understand some of why people find themselves in that circumstance.
1: For me it was, I, I think I knew that if I spoke the words out loud mm. to anybody other than myself, there was no way I could have an abortion. Mm-hmm. And I had this this fear um, of speaking it out loud Mm. and that I could just keep this a secret. Mm. I could handle this by myself. I didn't need to ruin your medical school plans. (laughs) Um, That we would be, of course, it it happens so quickly. You make those decisions very fast. But I knew once I told you (laughs) that there there would be no abortion, but that I could just quickly take care Mm. of this.
0: I'm thankful you told me. Amen. Yes. I'm so thankful that we came clean, and, and here we are years later, and 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 we remember those hard thoughts, and yet they were so, uh, if we could see the future and had known that children are a gift, that are grace upon grace, that they um, bring to many hard circumstances uh, redemption. Yes. That they bring a future and purpose, even when it seems like there isn't any. Right. Um, if these women could just know that. Right, friends, we share this with you, um, not to be gratuitous, right. uh, but to be gracious. Yeah, um, we um, know God's grace, and it and it can't help but oh, is we've been forgiven much.
1: Yep,
0: we love much. Right, uh, we we know that we've been forgiven greatly, uh, even for the thoughts of our heart, the dark the dark thoughts. Um, sisters, we know, and, and this is this is a, a sad reality that many in our midst, uh, even in our church, may have had an abortion. The the data out there is about one out of four women, and it seems to not be less for women that attend church than are not church attenders. Mm -hmm. That's That's a remarkable number. One out of four women have likely had an abortion. Women, if you have experienced this, men, if you have been part of this, we would encourage you, come clean, receive grace and mercy. This, this hidden sin, um, it's remarkable how it has such a power to destroy um, lives. Um, Jenny, you and I were talking a little bit about that right. this morning uh, as I've cared for women in crisis through emergency rooms, through hospitals. Um, many of the women that have mental health issues, it's amazing how many of them have had abortion as part of that story.
1: Right. It's this lie. It's this insidious lie that I was mentioning earlier that if you if you... You could just keep it a secret yes. and deal with it quietly; that it'll all go away, and that's. that's but it's a lie. impossible. Right. You're taking
0: the life of a child. Yep. That's murder. Yep. Uh, that is a, a grievous thing to hold on your conscience, um, and yet uh, we know that murderers have been received into the kingdom of heaven. Yep. Uh, the the murderer that hung beside Christ, the uh, Paul considered himself a murderer. Yeah. And yet, um, a, a believer in Christ given great mercy and grace, that same grace, that same mercy, that same freedom is available for our sisters and our brothers in Christ to know and to walk in newness of life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what do you think, uh, you know, as, as we as we share the story, I, I can't help but also realize uh, we live right on a fascinating time. We right. are on the Idaho border. Mm-hmm. We are eight miles away from Pullman, Washington, where there's a Planned Parenthood.
1: Right, yep.
0: Um Washington State is just about to push the envelope on abortion and expand it up until the point of birth and Mm -hmm. perhaps even after, like many states are doing. Right, yep. Here we are in Idaho.
1: Right, yep.
0: Just about to go the opposite direction, marvelously slow, Uh, nearly and completely ban abortion. Uh, There's some exceptions. I I wish there weren't, and I want to have a conversation about those in the future. Right. But here we are. We're we're going to be right on a a front line of abortion, and we're going to be encountering women and men who are faced with these decisions. In our clinic, I love when women tell us that they are experiencing a baby. Um, And we've had the, the great opportunity to be able to share Christ, but even more so, what do we often do?
1: We celebrate. Yes, we just celebrate. <laughs> and what
0: a glorious thing when women, uh, and I think we've had that experience where women tell us who are in that same circumstance and they and they are not, they weren't planning for this child. They're surprised by it. Um, we've had a couple of remarkable moments where women have said, I knew the moment that I told you.
1: Yes. <laughs> that
0: um, I was going to be accountable to keep going. Yep. Um, and I'm so glad I did.
1: I'm so glad they did too.
0: Because, um, because we have the remarkable opportunity to say, this is a child. This is a, a, a beautiful living creature, wholly distinct, uniquely made in the image of God. From that comes the very uh, right to life that we, that we tell about, that we share, that we are expecting our laws to reflect. This is a child. It's a baby like you, like you heard.
1: You're going to have a beautiful baby. You're going to
0: have a beautiful baby.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, when I, as I, I look at history, this is... This is what um, the church was made for. Um, If you look at the first century Romans and the Christians that were on the edge of that culture, they were gathering the babies from the city dump, the ones that were left, that were abandoned by their families, that were uh, not valued by the culture that was around them. Um, I know that our brothers and sisters, and I would encourage them to keep leaning into this, are the ones that will gather these children in, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: as would we. Yes. Man, we never have had that opportunity. We've just had nine of our own. Uh, <laughs> but but Lord, if you ever bring that to us, we would love to do that. And then I think we have the opportunity to be those people that greet the unexpected pregnancy, the women that find themselves in this challenge as people of joy.
1: Right. I think that something um, uh, in this post-Roe v. Wade culture that we're going into how do Christians respond? Mm. If um, a young girl were to come to you um, and say, I'm pregnant, how do you respond? And I think that very first response is so important. Mm. And to remember that you don't have to have all the answers. This isn't the time for a theology lesson. (laughs) Um, there, There will be consequences and there will be, response needs to be, you are going to have a beautiful baby.
0: And we did. And I'm so grateful for God's kindness and his Holy Spirit. Let's pray as we finish. Lord God, um, we know that you've worked grace mightily in our family. Thank you. We just ask that you'd help us as we have that opportunity to share grace. We thank you through Jesus.
1: Amen. Amen.